This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. And this is Doug Loves Movies. Yeah! Now you can cheer. <laughs> There's strict rules of this podcast. Coming to you once again from the Improv Lab at the world-famous Hollywood, West Hollywood Improv on Tuesday, February 20, 2024. Oh, did I mention it's in California? Yay! Where it never rains except for now. Now is the exception to that song. It's the one time that it rains. And now it's time for everyone's most favorite part of this show, and that is Doug Plugs. Doug Plugs. Doug Plugs. 
<laughs> okay, two or three of you are pretty excited about it, and that's that's all it needs. To, that keeps me going. That makes me excited to do this segment. Uh, I had a great time in Bakersfield at the Well Comedy Club. Wink. You know, we're recording this early, so that's happening this weekend. <laughs> but I had a great time, and I'll be back someday with the Douglas Movies taping, like I'm sure that I'm pro I promised you. Uh, Las Vegas, I am headlining at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club at the Link uh, Friday and Saturday, March 1st and 2nd. All of my dates and dates and links are at DouglasMovies.com. That's DouglasMovies.com. Dancing? <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. And finally, before bringing my guests out here, I want to show off the prize bag. It's yet, yet another one of these big duffel bags from uh, a, a group called On the Road that helps uh, bands and comedians, just traveling uh, entertainers. They help them out by giving them a big laundry bag like this that I've been giving these away on the show a few of them now I still got a few more to go but this is the prize tonight I don't know if there's any drone enthusiasts in the audience but I received a few years ago at the South by Southwest Film Festival <laughs> where I'll be returning again with the Douglas movies taping in a few weeks but uh, they gave away all the uh, comedians. We each got our own drone. There's like a drone in this box, and I'm just not. I'm not a drone person. I don't have anything I'd want to do with a drone. Uh, you know, if it were the '80s, I might want to use it to spy on some girls in a in a locker room. But uh, these days, I don't know what you do with a drone other than disturb people and upset people. But if you're a drone enthusiast, uh, I hope you win this tonight. And uh, and the big beautiful bag that it comes in. Let's get tonight's guests out here. What do you say? Please welcome Guy Branham, Trey Crowder, and Moshe Kasher. <laughs> oh my goodness! Happy New Year, dudes. Hey, do you mind if I start with just a quick rendition of Taylor Swift's "Cruel Summer"? I was just going <laughs> to sing it. Yeah, I think that's okay. <laughs> Are you still stuck? <laughs> No. Hi. Everybody's wires good? Mine's not. Okay. We're all right. Okay. Hey, Doug. Y'all set? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Let's meet them all uh, individually and alphabetically by uh, first name. He's headlining the Elysian Theater in L.A. May 7th as part of the Netflix Is a Joke Festival. It's Guy Branham. Is. Hello. Good to be here. Did I get your plug right? Yes, thank you. That's exciting. It's very exciting. Netflix is a joke festival. Yep. Every, all of the comedians in Los Angeles doing comedy yeah. over the course of a week. At all the clubs that do comedy all the time in yes. Los Angeles. Yes. Like, if you go out to the clubs where you normally see comedy, there's going to be comedy. And uh, Netflix is going to put their name on it. And there will be an after party that no one goes to. Oh, really? The after parties are dead? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come at you with a hard follow-up question like that. And uh, thank you for being here. How's your uh, Oscar season been, Guy? 
It's been thrilling. I mean, I have so much hope for Lily Gladstone, but watching Emma Stone come and like really like throw elbows, be present these last couple of weeks. Now Sandra Huller coming out of nowhere. Like it's just uh it's a thrill a minute. Yes, the movie about the explosion will win everything, but there will be bright lights that I get to be excited about. By explosion, you mean Barbie's just self-awareness when that exploded from yes. her plastic brain? What could be more powerful? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the uh, Oscar movies probably uh, as we proceed. But let me introduce the uh, next person on stage. He's got a new book out called Subculture Vulture. It's Moshe Kasher, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Can I talk about a couple of live dates, too? Sure. I forgot to mention that. I'm going to be at Tacoma this this very weekend and in Madison later in the month. And then I'll be at that very same. Strangely enough, I was also asked to perform on the Netflix is a joke uh, festival at the Troubadour, yeah. May 12th. And they invited me to the secret good after party. Oh, that's oh. <laughs> Well, that's very cool. It's kind of a tiered thing, I think. Probably. It's it's complicated, but uh, it's just as fun to be. It's fun that LA is going to turn in. It's, it's going to be so festive. Finally, but, a comedy town after all these years. Yeah, uh, on the subject of tears, I think the best part of any comedy festival is looking at the poster to see which font size you got. Oh like, yeah, just like oh, I am third from smallest. Good for you, Branham. The, the the worst part is when there are not enough comedians on the festival to justify a variegated uh, font choice. You could have put them all in in the big font. You didn't ask that many people. This is just to humiliate a few of these comedians. I'm just excited somebody finally said variegated font on this podcast because it never comes up and I just love it. It's such a perfect description for what that is that you were talking about. <laughs> How is your uh, book tour going? Base, uh, Baseball is my nickname. <laughs> um, it's good. It's almost over. I'm. I'm. It, the funny thing about a book is you work so long on it that uh, by the time it's time to do press, like you've been thinking about it for three years and you're ready to stop talking about it. Uh, so it's been. Uh, it's been. I'm glad that I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I'm super proud of the book and. Uh, I, 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 it's been a really fun time. Bobcat Goldthwait did the last live uh, book thing, and it was really awesome because he showed up and he said to me in the green room, I have to be honest with you, I did not read the book. <laughs> and I go, that's okay, Bobcat. You, you generally know what it's about. He goes, I have to be honest with you. I have no idea what this book is about. And he was a perfect gent and probably the, one of the best moderators I had the whole tour. Right, because he was interested. He hadn't read it all already. <laughs> that's right. It was all yeah, discovery he got to for just him. talk to you about it. Well, that's great. I'm going to see Bobcat uh, soon. I, I can't talk about it yet, but we got a, a, a show coming up together that I'm, I'm excited about. Uh, and finally, and, uh, you know, apologies, Trey, for making you go last. <laughs> it's Trey Crowder, everybody! Hello, hello. Thanks, Doug. Glad to be back. Now, you're not here, like, specifically to promote anything. You're just here to win. Yeah, well, I'm here for that. I mean, yeah, I've also I got dates and books and shit, but we don't have to talk about them. It's all right. No, we'll talk about them. I'm just saying that uh, that's not what I called you and said, no, "Hey, yeah. you want to do the show?" You, you didn't call show. me yeah. to say I've got a book called Subculture books. Vulture. Oh yeah, that's available now. 
Yeah, I'll be in uh, I'll be at Helium in Indianapolis this weekend when this comes out. And I'll be at the DC Improv and a bunch of other places after that. Go to trackcrowder.com and I will not be at the festival you guys are speaking with so much disdain about uh, in L.A. at the end of this month. They didn't call all of us. No, we're all excited so, that we're going to be doing it. Yeah, no, and now we feel so, bad for you that I you're know. not a part well, of this, this big festival. Pity, but yeah, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. And uh, before we play some games tonight, let's visit Recommendation Nation. That's where I ask each of my guests to recommend one motion picture it could be one of these ones that's in the hunt right now for best picture or just something else that you uh managed to uh see recently that you would you think others would enjoy let's start with guy branham i am of course going to talk about an academy award nominee from 1961 um uh so quentin tarantino owns a couple of rep theaters here in la and the vista has been doing a tribute to ib technicolor and they showed flower drum song my favorite musical the first hollywood movie to have a majority asian cast it's a rogers and hammerstein musical a lot of people don't know that it exists uh also the last movie to have a majority the last hollywood movie to have a majority asian cast until the Joy Luck Club 30 years later. Um, so uh, I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. It's so good. It's full of bangers. And everyone in it is a goddamn star. And you should watch Flower Drum Song. Wow. What is, that was a, quite a speech for Flower Drum Song. <laughs> Applaud if you'd never heard of it until he just spoke of it. See, that's what we need. People like you out there, Guy, just just schooling people about uh, movies they hadn't heard of. Now applaud if you're going to watch it. <laughs> that's so easy to sit there and clap. You're not gonna, where do you think it's playing? Do you know? Is it on a streamer? I mean, I don't know. I would hope that it is, but of course, Your it's probably speech not. speech was so impassioned. That's like saying, don't forget to vote on, I don't know the number of the initiative. <laughs> But uh, be sure to vote for it. But yeah, it's uh, probably available somewhere. I always hate those dead ends, though, when you get excited about seeing something. It's not on any of the goddamn streamers you have, not even Voodoo. I think I think there's a special thrill in realizing the only way to watch something is on YouTube with Portuguese subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like a good way. I feel like it's an ethical choice to pirate once you've gone to every streamer and it's not available, if it's out, that's when I'm going to Pirate Bay. Okay. I, I, I try to never go there because, you know, I'm, I have just a fear of pirates in general. They're, they're <laughs> scary, but if you get to know them, they, they'll welcome you into their community. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before they burn it all down. I only know The only thing I know about pirates, I learned it from that ride at Disneyland. The Haunted Mansion. All right, so, um, uh, okay, who's next? Who wants to, uh, Trey, do you want to go next? What do you want to recommend? Uh, I, you said uh, award season stuff. You guys are over there talking about Anatomy of the Fall and poor things and all this stuff, and I knew this was going to happen on the way up here. I was like, I'm just sitting there like, y'all seen the Equalizer 3? <laughs> <laughs> Denzel sure kicks a lot of ass in that one. I don't know if you know this, but it's available on Netflix now. Yeah, I've fallen behind. How do that. they explain Queen Latifah in, in oh, Equalizer yeah. 3? Are they like they separate universes? They are or separate universes, yeah. They don't draw them together very well. It's not exactly uh, the MCU. Uh, but uh, 
She's then, not related to him on then, her show. She's just uh, an equalizer she's her own, on her own. Type of equalizer, I think. I don't watch all the CBS originals. Do you think but, she got the idea to be the equalizer yeah, from, from Denzel? From Denzel, yeah. or she just happens he, to be equalizing? It's a, I guess it's like a ass kicking. Papaw and Mamaw <laughs> franchise, you know. <laughs> uh, so is that your Liam Neeson chapter? No, I, well, I, Equalizer three, your favorite movie no, it's just lately? The thing I watched and it was I was high and he was badass in it. But last night, me and my wife watched uh, Dicks the musical. Nice, which like I, it's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, know, pretty sure. Wild, but like it includes a number which repeatedly states that. God is a uh, rhymes with Saget, right? God is, and any movie that does that gets my vote. So, uh, so I think that Dick's the music. They really push the boat out. So, <laughs> yeah, movies come up a, a few times. I think Guy even recommended it on a previous episode because uh, if you've seen it, it's uh, wow, it's pretty mem- pretty memorable. Wow, yeah, pretty uh, pretty entertaining time. I know that's available on. Uh, on one of the streamers. Max. It's on Max. Yep. Oh, that Max, man. I love Max. Today, we tried to watch something on there. It was really fun trying to watch something <laughs> you think, on uh, Max. It didn't quite ever happen, but it was fun trying. You think like, it's H- fun watching the thing spin around. You know, it used to be HBO. Do you think HBO went to them at some point after enough of seeing, like, The Wire put beside fuck boy island on the homepage or whatever hbo was like hey could you take our name off this shit like you think that's what happened i don't know how they came up with the whole let's abandon a name that's been like uh, you know pretty strong symbol of uh, entertainment in america for many years let's just call it max right let's just I think sound like, I a, feel like all entertainment business management for the last five years has to be of the producers like it has to be for some reason they are making money by destroying these by failing yeah (laughs) yeah it's absolutely success through failure they just get bigger bonuses as their movies get uh permanently shelved i'm talking to you uh coyote (laughs) wiley coyote versus acme uh there's a fun comedy festival coming up though uh, the Max is a Joke Festival. Oh, neat. Yeah. That's going to be actually very, very cool. I, I, I'm also looking forward to the Paramount Plus is now merging with Showtime Festival. <laughs> <laughs> that should be pretty fun. Uh, all right, Moshe, what do you think? Do you have a uh, movie you'd like to push? You're, you're not going to believe this, but I'm actually going to suggest a movie that's a combination of Trey and Guys, which is the Oscar n- not-yet-nominated musical um Killers of the Flower Drum Moon song. Uh, no, I would, I would, um, I would, uh, the best movie I've seen so far this year is, uh, Anatomy of a Fall, but a lot of people have seen that. I just watched, um, Monsters, which is this, I think it's Cor Ida, the guy who directed Shoplifters, his new movie, and mm-hmm. it was one of the best things that I've seen. It's like a weird Rashomon. I can't even say anything about it because it's uh, it's all about revealing its secrets to you, but it mm-hmm. was like really one of the best movies I've seen all year. I, monsters I with an S. I believe it's Monsters or Monster. It's one of the two. Charlize Theron is Monster, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then it's Monsters. I mean, Christina Ricci was kind of unpleasant too. <laughs> but yeah, that movie was just called Monster. They just only one titular monster. Um, where can people see this movie, Moshe? Where'd you? Uh, I also what cannot, rock. Did you find it under? I also cannot. I watched it at a friend's house, and he had it. So I also cannot recommend what streamer it is on. I'm like guy. 
you, you were your friend super busy? You want me to call him and ask him what? Do you think people could come by? And do, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he'd like to watch it again? That would actually be cool. It's actually in the Netflix as a joke festival is watch a movie with Zed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds like a good show for their festival, I think. All right, so that's an interesting uh, flower drum song, Monsters and Dicks the Musical. Uh, if you're out there saying, you know, there's nothing to watch... Uh, these are three things you could probably watch if you uh, seek them out. So thanks for your recommendations, guys. And we have to go to our first commercial break. We will be right back. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We're back! (laughs) Yay! We picked some name tags during the break, so for the listeners, let me recap. Uh, Guy is playing for the Terranminator, and Moshe is playing for Big Traub in Little China, and uh, Trey is playing for Shane's Trays and Automobiles. Mm -hmm. The Trays, of course, was a last-minute substitution when we realized that Trains and Trey are just right there. It is. It was right there for the taking. Um, all right, so this first game we're going to play tonight, it's going to determine which one of those three people is going home with a drone. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else is raining out, you can hold the box over your head uh, and keep keep it from getting you wet, so it'll be a useful drone right away. Uh, the first game we're going to play tonight, though, is something that I call Purple Rain Man. <laughs> This is a movie mashup title game. I'll name the third build actors in a movie mashup title that I created. Then I'll name the second build and the first. You can guess as often as you'd like. First person on stage to tell me the correct full movie mashup title I'm looking for is the winner. Any questions? So you name both of the third build? I'll say the third build from the first movie in the title and then from the second movie in the title and then go through second yes. build, first build. The idea being, of course, that when we get closer to first build, 
it should make sense that somebody should be able to yell it out, but uh, these can be tricky. And again, if you know in the audience, please don't, please don't participate. <laughs> I love, I love guy with the, the microphone down by his side, like a gunslinger. <laughs> All right, third build. Amy, this is going to be tough coming out of the gate, third build, because these are two actors, been in a lot of stuff. Third build are Richard Jenkins and Jack Lemon. Richard Jenkins and Jack Lemon. So Richard Jenkins is in the first title. It blends into the second title. It's got Jack Lemon in it. Let's move on to second build. His first name's not going to help you at all. Or maybe it will. Michael Stahl David and Gary Oldman. So the first movie's got Richard Jenkins and Michael Stahl David, and the second movie's got Jack Lemmon and Gary Oldman. We're moving on to top build. The first movie is Woody Harrelson. And the second is Kevin Costner. Silverado? No. No, 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 no. Uh, Tin Cup. Looking for two titles. Oh, you have to get both? Yeah. So sorry, so sorry. No, it's okay. The second title's got Jack Lemmon, Gary Oldman, and Kevin Costner. I'm going to go ahead and say not going to get this definitely. The Shape of Water World? (laughs) Oh, I like it. It's like... No. One of the six in those two things. Is is this the I'm correct form of the answer? Is in the in the form of a togetherness pun? I missed the whole yeah. setup of the game. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. Oh, when you hear the answer, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's how this works," because it's two titles that are share a common syllable or sound in the middle, and therefore you can mash them up into one title. Much like the title of the game itself, Purple Rain Man. Yes, it makes so much sense now that I'm actually fully aware and paying attention. Can you name the the top build, the people again? I can, because I wrote, I made up this game. Oh, I see what you mean. Can I say them out loud to you? (laughs) (laughs) Can you name them? (laughs) I wasn't holding your feet to the fire. This should, to me, that's like where, if this is going to be given away, should be that, that the top build people are Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner, I thought was like going to be the breaking point for somebody. But apparently not. <laughs> apparently, there, you know, two movies. Uh, I was excited about this because it was President's Day yesterday. So sitting around thinking about movies about presidents, and then somebody <laughs> it's not somebody doing it. came on my uh, what you call it my uh, social media and said. So the second one is JFK because um, Jack Lemmon plays. Uh, uh, does he, he doesn't play Jack Ruby. Okay, uh, the second one is JFK, and the first one is a Woody Harrelson movie that uh, would, would, it would end in the letter J. Yes. Um, I have no idea. And then the letter J? Yeah. What? I know, your minds are going to be blown by this. Screaming at us. 
I don't know. It, it, it's definitely a tough one, but uh, I thought somebody might crack it. And, uh, you know, just for getting half of it right, I think we have to call Guy Branham the winner of uh, this particular game. Let's hear it for Guy. And let's hear it for uh, forgotten movies about presidents. LBJFK. Uh -huh. yeah. LBJFK. Uh, yeah. Harrelson played LBJ. Uh, that's right. That's yeah, so horrible. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably under a ton of makeup, and it was a Oscar grab that didn't, uh, you know, didn't quite uh, work out from 2016. Also, we Rob Reiner movie. Yeah, Rob Reiner directed it. It's too late. You didn't win. We didn't get it, man. That's, that's a Rob Reiner vehicle. I know that one well. Yeah, sure. So you got a half sure. a point or something. Yeah. Now, L LBJ, that was like a that was a president of the United States. Is that yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew that. Yes, that was a, before your time. Yeah. No, but I know. I know. Now that you reference it, I, I definitely do know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, he used to take poops in front of people. And stuff. That's right. Right. He had a big dick. Big, big, big. He had a big old hog. Yeah. I think that's why they call them Johnsons, actually. Uh-huh. Really? I'm People used to have fun thought. before we got woke in this country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, congratulations, Guy, for sort of winning that game. All it means is you get to go uh, first in our next game that we will uh, play right now. Um, <laughs> so here's the order. It'll go Guy and then Moshe and then... Trey and the game is called Which Nat Is That? Yeah. This is a new game. Uh, Moshe, of course, is married to the hilarious Natasha Leggero, whose name, yes, uh, whose name comes up when you uh, type Natasha into IMDb. Uh, another name that pops up that uh, everybody's familiar with is Natasha Leone. Are they friends, the two Natashas? No, they, they aren't allowed to speak. They're, They're not allowed? They have the same agent. He won't let them ever be in the same room. That makes sense. Keep them apart. Because uh, then also they probably have never hung out with, spent much time with uh, Natasha Henstrich. No, that's how they communicate. She's like, through they, they Natasha have to, Henstrich. They have to email Natasha Henstrich to be able to get to each other. She's the Leon Legero connector. That's I love right. it. That's, uh, I, I love this kind of uh, uh, insider stuff. Um, but normally I'd say that in a game like this, you know, one of the participants being married to one of the answers uh, in the game, uh, normally I'd be like, that's, that's an unfair advantage. But in, in Moshe's case, all bets are off. <laughs> Wait, is that an Wait. insult or a compliment? I think it's both. All right, that's oh, no, cool. I, I would say <laughs> Natasha has worked a lot. I do not know that I could trust that Moshe knows all of her IMDb credits. I no. think I could slip a view past Natasha because she has <laughs> she has worked quite a bit. Uh, but so have these other ladies. So that's how this game's going to work. We'll start with Guy. I will say the name of an actual motion picture. Yes. And then you tell me if it's Legero, Leone, or Henstridge that appeared in that film. Okay. <laughs> you think they ever worked together at all, Moshe, that you can remember? The, the two Natashas? Yeah, or any, any of the three. I don't know that I don't know Henstrich, and I don't think Natasha's worked with her. But I would not be surprised if the Leon Legero connection had, yeah. in fact, been made on on the on the silver screen, as I like to call it. Yeah, it seems like it might have, but I don't. I don't. Uh, both is not an option here, so it's either Henstrich, Leon, or Legero. <laughs> Are you ready, guy? I'm ready. All right. 
And if, you know, if you miss it, then uh, you know Moshe gets a chance to steal. And if Moshe doesn't get it, then Trey will just be sitting pretty, getting that gimme point. The motion picture is Dog Park. Oh, Dog Park. Yeah, you know, Dog Park. <laughs> uh, it was directed by one of the kids in the hall, I believe, Bruce McCullough, and it uh, st- uh, stars, um, uh, what's her name from SNL? Um, and <laughs> Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. It go in a lot of directions because it was filmed in Canada, and Natasha Henstridge, of course, is Canadian and could have played the hot lady, but I'm going to say it's one of our two comedy icons. I am going to say, because I probably would have noticed if Natasha who is my friend, Legero, was in it. I'm going to say Natasha Leone. Final answer? Final answer, Natasha Leone. Incorrect. But boy, did you walk us through it. (laughs) (laughs) And that Molly Shannon movie is called, like, uh, something about my dog or Life of a Dog. Okay. I think. I think. I, okay, so this movie was the DP I know was Pierre Jean Day. <laughs> and, and I know that he's sort of innovative for the like lens work that he uses and stuff. So I am, and I, I am going to go ahead and say Henstridge because I am familiar that my wife was not in the film Dog too. I really hope that she was not in the film. And maybe I'm wrong. You're Hens- hoping Natasha Leggero is not in Dog Park. That's right. And I think it's Henstridge. Uh, final answer. That is correct. Yes. Pierre. Congratulations, Moshe. You're on the board, but Trey. But is that the Bruce McCullough movie or is it something else? Yeah, Bruce McCullough. You're right about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like my life as a dog. Not my life as a dog. The life of a dog, I think. But we're not here to. That's not the question on the table. Trey, (laughs) Headstridge, Leon, Legero. Who was in. A girl, three guys, and a gun. What do you What do you want me to tell you? No, if I'm Natasha just, was in it, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll hook you up. <laughs> I'm, Doug won't let me tell you. I'm yeah, let's see if I can read it in your face. Uh, I mean, it got me. I have absolutely no idea. So uh, I'll say Leon. You go in Leon. Yeah. All right. That is not the correct answer. It's not Leon. So we're back over to guy. He has to choose between Henstridge or his very close friend, Legero. I'll say Legero. That's also incorrect. Okay, I'm going to... Let me think here. I'm, <laughs> Pierre also did this film. I do know that. Uh, so I will go ahead and say, yes, uh, Henstridge. Do you remember a few years back, mostly, you had like a five, like you I kept do. winning on this show with very little actual answers. I do. You always found these lucky spots I do remember. where you get points for not doing anything. I remember it well, and I felt like you were bemusedly accepting of what was happening, but not thrilled about it. <laughs> no, I think I was pretty thrilled about it, because it is funny that you managed to keep coming up with a win. And of course, you get another point for Hanstridge was in a girl, three guys, and a gun from uh, the year 2000, apparently. Uh, so, Trey, it's really time to uh, to get in this, because uh, Moshe's running away with it. Uh, the film is Chili Dogs. <laughs> chili Dogs. <sighs> Leon Legero or Henstridge? <laughs> 
I can't say for sure whether or not this is a sequel to Dog Park. <laughs> like the sun went down and everybody got cold at the dog park. So they were chili dogs. I've died chili dogs. Because uh, that is how chili spelled, by the way. C-H-I-L-L-Y. Ah, if so that like helps you dogs. at all. Wasn't there like a Cuba Gooding Jr. movie about About chili dogs? dogs? Yeah. Snow dogs. Yeah, there it is. Not part of that. Ice dogs. Stuff. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just going to say Legero. <laughs> Okay, that's incorrect, as we know, because it was Trey's guess. <laughs> He's expert at guessing wrong. Henstridge. Guy is going to say Henstridge. That is correct, Guy. Brandon is on the board. I'm, see I'm noticing a pattern with these films. They seem to all co-star the actress Natasha Henstridge. So um, yeah, she's been in a few of these so far. But um, any of these movies could have uh, Henstridge, Leone, or Legero. And we're back to you, Moshe. This is for the win, if you can get, if you can get this one. Uh, which one of those ladies was in a movie called Nightclub? Leone. The exciting, vibrant... You're going Leone for Nightclub? That makes me feel like my wife was in it, the way you're saying that. But I'm going to go Leon. You sure? You're sticking with Leon. That's your final yeah, answer. Yeah, final answer, Leon. Even though Natasha Legero is an option. I'm going Leon. You're going Leon, final I think you're answer. trying to throw me off. Final answer, Leon. I think you're right, Moshe. It is Leon. <laughs> Natasha Leon is in Nightclub from 2011. Whatever the hell that is. I mean, I think I know where it takes place, but that's about all I know about it. And, uh, well, congratulations, Moshe. Thank you, you. You know, you didn't need to know any of the films of your wife, and yet you still managed to pull off a win here. So that's very impressive. That last one, I guessed it, and I might have known the film. You don't know that I didn't know the film and was whether or not I was guessing right. blindly. You were thinking about it, though, that Natasha could have been in Nightclub. I think I, I think I would know. I think I know the movies she's been movies she's been in. Now, if you if we expanded to TV, uh, you'd start to leave me behind. Yeah, I didn't write down a single Legero movie for this whole game, <laughs> uh, but I want to shout out uh, Natasha Leone was in a Feudal and Stupid Gestures, a very good movie uh, that might not be buried. It might be still on uh, on like uh, Netflix. But uh, congratulations! What does Moshe win? We'll find out after the break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back! Yeah! Oh, that was just such a lovely break. It's just nice to shut down and uh, relax for a few minutes and uh, chat with the audience. We got a lovely couple that came in from Poughkeepsie, so thank you for being here. It was fun talking to you during the break. <laughs> All right, is everybody ready to play one big final game that's going to determine our winner tonight? Fuck yes. Robin, can you taste that fucking drone right now? Can you feel it? Can you feel it flying towards you? I don't want to taste it. Yeah. 
It's delicious. She doesn't want to taste it's it. It's as delicious as a chili dog. She does not accept the offer to taste it. Uh, uh, the game we're going to play is a little something that I call Last Person Standing uh, Deluxe Special Edition. All right, this is a game that uh, I'm going to play along because uh, it's fun for me to uh, play as well. And we're going to get the names of three actresses from three audience members, the three people whose name tags or personalities were chosen uh, tonight. And we'll go to each one of them, and they'll name an actress, and then... We have to take turns naming movies that those actresses were in. Any one of the three, you can jump around from one actress to another, whatever's in your uh, wheelhouse. And then if you can't think of one, you're out. But you do have one lifeline. You can go to the person who uh, you're playing on behalf of and ask them for help once. And they can give you one answer to keep you in the game. Um Let's start with the Terran Minator. Terran, uh, you got an actress in mind that you'd like to uh, have us play tonight? Yes. Okay, who do you got? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Excellent, excellent choice. How do you feel about that, Guy Branham? Thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> She's a smart player. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good choice, I think. I like that one. Uh, all right, so let's move on to uh, Traub, Big Traub in Little China. Who? What's an actress that? Uh, who would you like us to use tonight? Tilda Swinton. Okay, so we got one actress that we all know about. Fifty movies she was in. <laughs> And Tilda Swinton. That's what we have to uh, to uh, to work with. I can think of a few Tilda Swintons, but she's always a she's always a tough one. And uh, that leaves Shane's trays and automobiles. Who's an actress you like, dude? Angela Bassett. Kurt Russell doesn't count. Oh, no. <laughs> That was. I know that applaud from God. That means. I'm oh my gonna God! Win. That was. Yeah. That see, was I'm going to win. He was really so. Angela Bassett is. Uh, uh, why did you clap like that for Angela, guy? We don't give her the respect that she deserves. This woman should have an Academy Award by now. We haven't given her the roles that she needs for an Academy Award. She has been doing the work. <laughs> <laughs> It's like an absolute setup to do a racial microaggression at some point. She did get. She just got an Oscar, though. Um, no, she got nominated. And she won everything running up to it, and then we handed it to someone else, and she had to make that look. No, the next year they gave her the Governor's Award. They gave her a lifetime. Those don't count. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she did get something. But you're right. She should win for acting. Um, it really seemed like it was going to happen for that one movie. I won't mention because it's going to come up in this game. So we have the films. This is going to take a second, everybody. You might want to order another beverage. Definitely cancel that Uber. It's not, you don't want, you don't want the car to arrive anytime soon. Uh, so guy, uh, guy's, uh, person chose Jennifer Aniston and, um, Tilda Swinton came up as well and Angela Bassett. So it's the 
You can name any movie with the three, one of those three actresses in it. Don't know if any of them ever worked together. I'm feeling like maybe, maybe no is probably the answer to that, but we'll discover it as we, uh, as we play. Well, uh, who won that last game? Moshe. <laughs> okay, so Moshe. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> That's not funny. I, I know a it's lot of different things. It's funny that I had to remind myself of who won because it's, it's obvious. Of course, Moshe won. So, Moshe, uh, we'll start with you, and then we'll go uh, we'll go Guy, and then me, and then Trey, and then Moshe again. And uh, I'm just playing for fun. I can't win. Uh, start us off. I know this Moshe. film. Because my wife, Natasha Legero, was in it. Oh, nice. And so was Jennifer Aniston. He's just not that into you. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a good good answer and a, and a good uh, reaction. <laughs> <laughs> good, good mild applause from the, uh, from the crowd for that one. All right, Trey, any film with Aniston, Swinton, or Bassett? You going back so it's me now? That's what I said, Trey. I know. Well, a minute ago, I think. Wait, oh, you're right. I did say okay, guy before. Right. Guy, you're up. Bruce Almighty. I was testing you. Yeah. To see if then I could say after he says Bruce Almighty, then I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> uh, murder mystery. Uh, <laughs> horrible bosses. Good. Yes. Yep, yep. Jennifer Aniston. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, I would have held on to that one if I were you. Why? How, we what? might not have remembered that. Does it take? Do I have an advantage later by doing it? Yeah, you keep those in your back pocket. Oh, yeah, right. keep the ones you think we might not know. Uh huh. All right. No, I think you should play obvious first. <laughs> uh, no, I was agreeing with you then. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, Picture Perfect. Oh, yes, of course. Picture perfect. Jennifer Aniston. Of course, um, she appears in Horrible Bosses 2. Trey? <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're the Millers. Oh, nice. oh. Yeah. Right? That's the name of that movie. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. She's got, she has a whole stripper. She she's does. a stripper. And she strips. She does strip. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Stripping stripper who strips Moshe. She's like Prince at, Caspian. <laughs> who what? Prince Caspian. Tilda Swinton <laughs> appears in the mirror at the uh, in the uh, the dome where they're trying to resurrect the White Witch, and uh, it doesn't actually work out. I mean, this is a bit of a spoiler, but. <laughs> In the end, Edmund made a decision to stab through the window and not allow the White Queen to come back into Narnia. You know your Narnia first, man. Well, wait until you hear my third guess. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody might beat you to it. We'll see what happens. Guy? The object of my affection. Yes, it's Paul Rudd. He was gay and he didn't love her. <laughs> yeah, that gayness really got in the way. <laughs> that could have been a beautiful rom-com, but he wasn't having her. Even the title sounds like he, you know, he might. Oh, yeah, I'm a, she's, a, I'm affectionate with her. Whose turn is it? Mine. Mm -hmm. Shit. Um, okay, so. Oh well, let's go. If we're going early, Aniston. Let's go, Leprechaun. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> The the breakup with Vince Vaughn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. 
Yeah, she's got. Uh, I'm telling you, we've barely cracked the. Yeah, we've barely got into it. She's done a lot of movies. What's can anyone guess is, my... Is Moshe going to finish the uh, trilogy? The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, where above the Dawn Treader, when they get out into the Lone Islands, the White Witch reappears in a kind of a, a polar a green cloud, as if threatening to come back. But in the end, she doesn't come back, because uh, Aslan's power is more mighty than that of the White Witch, Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Nice. That's real? Yeah, it's real, Doug. And not only is it real, but it's based, the whole trilogy is based on something even realer than that, which is, which is the story of the Christ. <laughs> and there's nothing realer right. than that. He's the lion. The lion is Christ, right? Aslan. Yep. And the white witch, yeah. um, again, this is a bit of a spoiler, she represents the adversary, Satan himself. Moshe, I would say to you, um, do not quote the old magic to me, which I was there when it was written. <laughs> you would make an unbelievable Aslan guy, I have to be honest. Uh, did that third movie like come out and just like nobody cared? Is that That's what the reason. Listen, if you want to get in a deep, pain, deep nerd pain that I've experienced, no series has ever successfully made it past the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, including the BBC and the major Hollywood studio films, and I think even maybe the animated one. They've never gotten to the ones that I want to see. They start becoming good standalones, like 456. You know what? BBC did make the silver chair. Uh, this is Doug Love's dorky books. Right? Yes, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, Doug, do proceed. This is Doug Love's virgins, is that right? Yes. They did make the silver chair at the BBC um, uh, uh, version, and they didn't get past that. They've never gotten to the last battle, which is the Book of Revelations, which right. is the one I want yeah, to see. Jesus line raptures everybody's spoilers. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's a big spoiler, but yeah, but it's okay. In the end, I think I love those books so much as a young man because I knew as a Jew, if it did come true, I would not be getting into Aslan's kingdom, <laughs> and I would be serving the White Witch for all eternity. Which is more metal. Are those? Is there one of those books that's in the you know could potentially become public domain at some point? Uh, I How long ago were they written? About World War Two ish. So yeah, so he not died soon. in the he died in the fifties. So it's gonna be a it's while. It's gonna take oh, too long. We can't wait for it. No, it's never gonna happen because they had they made uh they made the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It was great. It made a bunch of money. They made Prince Caspian. It was great. I think it made less money than the Voyage of the Dawn Treader. They just they lost all their money and they've talked about doing. Guys, I don't know how this is Narnia talk, but they've, they've talked about doing it on, on Netflix. It almost ha was going to happen on Netflix, and then it fell apart, too. It might you still happen on Netflix. You need to make the shitty elf movie inst uh, show instead. Yeah, I, I, I would love. I would love. I would be so excited if they finally made that whole thing. But what can you do? I, you know, you're putting it out there you know, into the universe. It's your, on your wish, wish board. It definitely is. Your vision board. Uh, but you should write, like, just write a spec script for the next for the one. Fourth in, uh, yeah, for the fourth installment of one. <laughs> the, the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. All right. Just send that around. Like, see how good this could be? Remember the movie that lost $80 million? I've written a sequel to it, and I think it's got legs. <laughs> but, you know, you put the right person in there, you know. Like... It could still happen. It's such a, they're such classic stories. And I can't remember the director that was, that was attached for a second to the Netflix thing, but it was, like, somebody exciting, and it seemed like it could get made. But I don't think it's going to get made. But yeah. I'm really looking forward to the three-body problem on Netflix is a joke and my show at the Troubadour, May 12th. <laughs> hey, you're still in this. Don't act like you're doing your plugs like you I got a couple you more. Lost. I think you do. I think you're doing great. Guy, do you remember anything that's preceded uh, Dr. Strange. Moshe's lecture about Narnia? <laughs> I'm Dr. going to say Dr. Strange to get it out of the way. Yep. 
Okay, yeah, get it the hell out of the way. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, my possibly my favorite Swinton would be uh, Snowpiercer. Mm. Yeah, Trey. Uh, uh, Michael Clayton. With what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. She's in there. Yeah. Oakjaw. Okay. Oh. Tilda Swinton. Look at you with the Tilda Swinton. Uh, I do not know one film that the other two actresses are in. For reals, you're just gonna go Swinton all the way till you till you burn out. Wait till you see my next answer. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, back to Aniston for just go with it. Yes, just go with it. Um, I guess we can always say. Murder Mystery 2. <laughs> Trey. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, she's, she's in a long King Polly, right? She sure is. Yeah, yeah. she is. Good. Yeah. Very good. She's got that pet ferret that's blind. Okay. Because, you know, having a blind pet or having a ferret, either of those was not enough. Okay. She Seymour needed to have a blind ferret. Philip Seymour Hoffman's great in that movie. He's Rest so funny. Yeah. He's so funny in that. Raindrops. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I can I can do my lifeline at any time. At any time. Like I'm using not out. it early is fun. I'm not out. Okay. Life, yeah. Lifeline. Oh. Only lovers left alive. Yep. That's a Swinton. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, yeah, I was gonna yeah. She's she's a, it's a vampire movie. She's a vampire. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Lifeline. He's still alive. Guy. Uh train wreck. Train wreck. Oh, so this yeah, yeah. the boss. She's so good in that. Like, uh, when I saw that movie when it came out, like, I was watching for a few minutes and it had that, that's fucking Tilda Swinton, yeah. like, moment. Because she usually doesn't play characters that are, like, she's very uh, upbeat and sunshiny in that in that movie. Um, okay. I mean, if we're going to keep doing Tilda Swinton's, I might as well bust this open, send everybody down this avenue... And say, uh, the life aquatic with Steve Sizu. Mm-hmm. Trey. Uh, Black Panther. <laughs> We're going with Angela Bassett. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, I, I, re- I refuse that. Uh, if the, you know, if there was a white person in Black Panther, they would go for Tilda Swinton because yeah. they'd want to go as far in the other direction as possible. <laughs> get the whitest person uh, alive. Uh, but no, uh, Black Panther, uh, it's your turn, motion. Black Panther 2, Black yeah. Panther 2. What's the subtitle? Is that required? I, I like it. I like an exact title. What's but, the subtitle of Murder I, Mystery 2? Wakanda they don't Forever? Have one. <laughs> Wakanda they Forever. Don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Terry. Nice job. <laughs> it would be funny if the whole audience was doing that to you. And I'm like, I don't, got, I don't have Wakanda it. Forever. Do I have another lifeline of some sort? Is there? Yeah, that was it. Uh, it's, most movies don't have a known hand gesture <laughs> that you could do to get people to guess it. Guy? What's love got to do with it? Oh, man. Angela Bassett. Boy, these are these are some strange days. Oh, nice. <laughs> Just called strange days, of course. Trey, are you? Uh, how are you hanging in there? Okay. Tilda Swinton, the ancient one, 
shows up in Avengers Endgame, right, when they go back in time? <laughs> the audience is answering for me. Uh, thank you. All right. Yeah. So that, but you can tell I'm Til- on yeah. Tilda Swinton. But that's yeah. pretty good, Tilda though. Swinton, yeah. That was is, pretty good. Isn't Angela Bassett in that kind of too? Kind of, she, kind of what? Yeah. Kind of a thing? I mean, Angela yeah. Bassett up in up in Avengers Endgame. Angela is Bassett. She? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm going to go with a yes since I'm playing for a role. We already said that movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It doesn't, you can't double up even if it's the different actress. Yeah. I'm, okay, I, now it we're. It's exciting we found a movie that two of them are in now. Okay. Now we're in the zone where I'm going to get in trouble. Um. I think I think Harlem Nights. Am I wrong about that? For Angela Bassett? Yeah. I'm going to say No, for Tilda Swinton. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to say you're right just cuz I I love to have you stick stick around. You think I'm wrong? I think he's wrong. I Could think be. you might be wrong. All right. <laughs> Respectfully, I'm going to yeah. um, I'm going to retire. I think what you're thinking of is Vampire in Brooklyn. Definitely not. That's not what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh. Wait, what did you say? Harlem Nights. Oh, okay. But yeah. who is the hot girl in Harlem Nights? I forget. Oh, it's uh, what's we, her? We all know Della Reese is the real hot girl. In yeah. No, it's um. Oh, I can't think. Nia Long, maybe. Oh yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> can't believe I came up with that. All right. Uh, so Moshe Kasher, everybody, let's Thank hear you. it for him. I tried, Robin. I'm sorry. We're going to have some time at the end for some more chat time with Moshe, so we'll, we'll talk to you some more in a bit. Uh, what was your next one, Guy? Have you said it yet? Oh, no. Grand okay. Budapest Hotel. Yes. See, that's what I thought I was doing there, was opening up a real Wes Anderson uh, can of worms. Um, that's why I'm assuming she is in... Asteroid City? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Phew. Um, I mean, I could guess Wes Anderson movies, but I don't right? know. Right? So uh, I think you'd be good. I mean, it might be a way to go, but if you want to go to your lifeline and come back to that, let's talk to Shane. What do you got, Shane? My first favorite, Vampire in Brooklyn. Vampire in Brooklyn. So... No one cares about this, but the very first episode of this I did was at the DC Improv, and yeah. Angela Bassett was one of the people. Yeah. And it came down to me at the end, and I was like, she was in some vampire movie, and I was like, fucking Queen of the Damned or something? And you were like, no. Not, and right. You lose, Trey. And <laughs> to this day, I could have I just went and Googled it, but I guess I was too drunk to give a shit. But to, it, like, you've just solved something for me, is what I'm saying, so thank you. By saying it was Vampire in Brooklyn, you and Shane together have... Uh, have uh, vindicated me, sort of. Thank I was you. still dumb because in the past. I was but, getting yeah. real mad at myself for saying two movies. Why did I do that? I know, well, you, because you said it, I was like, he ain't going to let yes. me have it. But, yes. Okay, but but anyway. I'm glad that I brought you to some sort of I knew piece. she was in a vampire movie. So thank you, guy. Anyway, I'll take that. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. It means a lot to me. Your lifeline really stepped up with the name of a movie that was the just said. That was just said. Still counts. Still yeah, counts. right? You had it. He was ready with it. <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom. Yes, that's the one I was trying to think of that I didn't. <laughs> that I failed to think of. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Isle of Dogs! Good job, good job. Yes. Is she in the French Dispatch? Dogs. She should be. Right? Right? 
but no. Feels like he can't make one without Tilda these days. So I'm going to say. I'm saying she is. She just lost, and so you know it's honest because she's dealing with the pain of not having that drone in her life, and she's still willing to throw you a bone. Yeah, she's she's in French dispatch. She probably learned French and spent ten years in France to prepare for the role, and she's in it for three and a half minutes. Uh, okay, so we're back to Guy. Waiting to exhale. Yes, of course. We're really banging out all the big bassets. Uh, <laughs> uh, did she get her groove back yet? Did Stella get her she groove back? She's not gotten her groove back Oh, yet. Stella oh, needs to get it. her groove back, everybody. Damn it! Yeah. How she got her groove back. It's kind of like How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You know, I love movies that answer a question. I mean, I'm just going to do what I did last time. Is Tilda Swinton in the uh, Darjeeling Limited? <laughs> oh, I bet you she is. Yeah. yeah. Even if she isn't, I'll take it. Everybody's thinking. I love it. I love it. That's a, should That should be. be a new format for a game show. What the host thinks might be the answer <laughs> is enough. Like, yeah, that sounds right. I'm not going to. What am I going to do? Bother somebody about it? Hire a researcher, a guy, Orlando. Yes, God damn, that's my favorite movie about uh, a city in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Tilda Swinton as the palest queen of of ever, but then a um, king, but then a queen again. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so I'm going to have to bounce back over to uh, Jennifer Aniston, I think. And I'm just going to have to create an area where I can think, like sort of a office space. Oh, damn. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, Moshe just walked off on that one, like, fuck this guy and his stupid answering in the form of a sentence. I mean, let's be honest, I should Probably me out already, so we're gonna keep it rolling. The uh, is she in the Royal Tenenbaums? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's back that far because that was too early. I think they were not collabing. That was the third one after Rushmore. Well, I, should have been out I don't think she was in the mix so, sorry, yet. I'm back. I just but, looked up all of Wes Anderson films, and there's been some uh, extreme wrong answers in here so far. <laughs> you just went to the bar to get that water. Is it good? It's good, but look at the class differential between you and me. The host gets Evian, and I get Niagara. Oh, sorry, dude. But, you know, Niagara is the perfect place to go if you're on an Endless Honeymoon podcast. Oh, I love the Endless Honeymoon podcast. I host it with my wife, Natasha Legero, the star of She's Just Not, He's Just Not That Into You. Everybody check it out. It was just its 14th anniversary, and Natasha did Australian TV to discuss the film. Oh, my God. Is is her part in the movie, is somebody not that into her, or is she not that into somebody? Like, what's her relationship? She, apparently, she, um, by the way, was the only person in the film that was doing this Australian TV segment, and she she did interstitials uh, to just, I guess, bind the movie together. She was never in a scene with any of the other actors in the film. Oh, she's like being like interviewed or something, kind of? I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I've never seen He's Just Not That Into You, the film that came out 14 years Your ago. Your wife today. is in it. I love her, but I see a lot of her. <laughs> how much of when she was stuck on Mars, how much of that did you watch? I watched a few episodes, but I had a different experience of um, the of the Mars show because she was calling me from Mars and telling me like what was going on. 
And she was like, I don't know. I feel like I really let Lance Armstrong and Ronda Rousey down this week. And I go, honey, this is a television program. This is not, you're not on Mars right now. This isn't happening. I mean, you know, Lance is way too easy to let down, I think. Like, he's, he has really weird standards. Uh, but I think her and Rhonda are still friends, if I'm not mistaken. They are. Yeah, yeah, they bonded. They really did bond. Yeah. And I got to meet Rhonda Rousey, and she's a, she's a hero of mine. I was happy about it. But people emailed Natasha asking her, I'm not kidding, if the show was actually filmed on Mars. <laughs> Well, because it sure does look like it is. It it's called uh, Life on Mars or whatever they called it. Something about Mars. Yeah. Ghosts on Mars. What is it called? I'll be honest with you. I do not remember what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have done. I should have done the game uh, questions about that. Whose turn is it? What's happening? It's mine. Thank uh -huh. you for talking so long so I could remember. Oh, we gave him time Bassett. to think. Damn Angela it. Angela Bassett plays the Honorable Betty Shabazz and Malcolm X. That's right. Oh, that's, that's a good, good, that's a good, good one. poll for here. We're coming to the end of uh, Black History Month. That's nice to, uh, to throw that in there. Oh. Wow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. He's done so many of the uh, Anistons. I'm trying to think of the ones where she, like, kind of broke out and, you know, played something different, you know, like, oh, like that time that she played that character that all she would do is eat cake. That was all I had in the tank. All oh, no. All that's all you had left was cake? Yes. Um, you're out? I'm out. Taryn, do you have any help for me? Yeah, I can just tell you the move. Well, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Marley and me. Oh, Marley, Marley and me! Marley and me, of course! That's a great one. Holy shit. Alright, so guys, still in it. So I gotta come up with another freaking Jennifer Aniston movie. What's another one where like she plays like against type or something? Oh! Oh, uh, Wanderlust! That's good. I got, I got nothing. <laughs> Thank you. Try um, Malcolm X 2, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> <laughs> See if it works. <laughs> Put your voice onto this permanent recording making the joke, Malcolm X 2, Wakanda Forever. I would never disrespect Angela in that way. No, not after she did the thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so uh, I, you know, I, I I sort of won that one, but the official winner tonight is Guy Branham. Everybody, <laughs> this is always fun when I ask the audience because it feels like we depleted most of those actresses' uh, filmographies, but uh, there's always some left uh, over that we didn't get to. Uh, go ahead and shout out the ones we missed. Constantine. We do need to talk about Kevin. That is an excellent point. Oh, there's uh, like uh, there's that Italian movie where she sits in a chair in the poster. There's all the artsy stuff that she did. Sorry. <laughs> what? Suspiria? She's in that? Oh, yeah. She's like a man in that, right? In Suspiria? Yeah. Doctor Strange. We mentioned the first so. one, but she's probably in the second one too, right? What's she, that one called? I think she dies. Multiverse of Madness, but I don't know. If I she's think she it. dies in the first Doctor Strange. Oh, really? Yeah, I oh. think so. Am I right? Anybody? Okay. But yeah. he has the time zone so uh, stone, so he can travel through time. He's got a time zone stone. 
<laughs> wow, real nerdy reference. Anyway, back to the Narnia, Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> Did I ever tell you, Moshe, that I was on a flight once where a young boy and his mother took turns reading uh, Chronicles of Narnia to one another out loud? <laughs> sounds in, insufferable. Yeah. Oof. I just get, like, I have uh, Narnia PTSD because of it. Because it was so weird. Because you turn and look at them, and they wouldn't ever acknowledge that what they were doing was weird. Were they at least British? No. Yeah, that worse. would have been nice. <laughs> a little charm. That really, yeah. yeah, it would have been more pleasant <laughs> yeah, to listen right, to. Right. I'd have been like, okay, this is like yeah, a book on tape yeah, right. now. But instead, it was just like, now you read. It, it was okay. in your accent, actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, all right, what just happened? Um, oh, people are naming ones that we didn't say. That's it? We did pretty good. The Switch. Yes. Right, where uh, Ryan Gosling, and, no, Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman switch, body switch. Because they both pee in the same. Oh, no, what's one where they pee in the same fountain? That's not the Switch. The Switch was a sperm switch thing. Yeah, but there's another one where they both. Uh, they have a body switch because they pee in the same fountain and get hit by uh, electricity, as as one does, as as that happens. Well, I think we did a pretty good job then. One more time for Guy Branham, everybody. You get to do your plugs first, Guy. What would you like to promote? I have a show in Netflix as a joke on a date that you will tell me. Do you still have it on your pad somewhere? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's is see. It May here. 7th? I wrote it down in my uh, crazy notes, but I think it is May 7th. It is May 7th at the, at the Elysian. Yes, please uh, come to that. Yes. Guy Branham, everybody. And we'll have you back real soon as a uh, returning uh, champion on the show. A great job, but also just uh, a real, a real dark horse tonight. And it was a pleasure to uh, see you rise up again, Moshe Kasher. Everybody, I came, I saw, I tried. Yeah, and um, I was so crass of me to plug my dates early. I forgot, I uh, forgot the structure of the show. But yeah, you know. Come oh see yeah, me. but I asked you about it because I, you know, I want you to get in the uh, all the plugs you want. Uh, once again, the book is called Subculture Vulture. Yeah, it's a, my journey through the six subcultures that have defined my life. Deafness, Hasidic Judaism, AA and the 12 Steps, Burning Man, the rave scene of the early 1990s, and uh, stand-up, of course, stand-up comedy. All this isn't written by with. six different people? This is all you experienced all those things each, in each those one of worlds? Them, each one of them is a universe. Each one of them, in some ways, was a wardrobe I walked through to find a brand new universe where I was powerful in each it's world. It's a very good book. It's like six little memoirs together. I'm a big fan. Many memoirs. I like it. And then I got all my stand-up. Tacoma in March, Madison in March, and at the Troubadour, I will be at the Netflix as a Joke Festival alongside such luminaries in comedy as Guy Branham. That's me. Yes. MosheKasher.com, etc. Yeah, the stars are going to be black during this festival because <laughs> all the luminaries are on the stages That's right. of Los Angeles, <laughs> including Hollywood Bowl, which if you've never gotten a chance to see comedy at Hollywood Bowl, you should probably keep with that plan because <laughs> it's a weird place to see a comedy show. It's so huge and uh, spread out. There's like a delay, like the, there's a joke and then the people laugh. Uh, a couple of minutes later. Trey Crowder. Yeah. I, what would you like to promote? I also did the same thing Moshe did. I said it earlier, but yeah, I'm on the road, TreyCrowder.com. I got three 
fucking podcast and stuff. Just, you know. Yeah, but you know how sometimes you're on a podcast and the host never asks you to plug anything and they say thanks for coming, goodbye, and you didn't get a plug in? On this show, you just got an extra one in just in case that happens to you again soon. Yep. That's how I like to look at it. Yep. T-R-A-E Crowder on the socials and all that. You can find it all. I appreciate it. Yeah, find it all, you guys. Oh, find it all. Angela Bassett. This is a great film. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm going to be doing uh, Douglas movies and stand-up in the Chicagoland area May 5th and May 4th. Uh, stand-up in the city and then uh, Douglas movies taping out at uh, Zany's in Rosemont. Uh, but you know where to go for uh, all of my dates. I have one last question for all of my guests. Um, I've been closing out every episode lately with, uh, you know, last line from uh, motion picture and usually just, you know, saying it and not, you know, drawing too much attention to uh, what it's from. But I don't have one. I didn't pick one out for today. I couldn't think of one that I was inspired to use. And I don't know what the... I wanted to do the one for JFK, but I don't know. I couldn't find. It's a it's a movie that didn't have any taglines. I guess back just... into the layup. <laughs> yeah, back <laughs> into the layup. There's lots of really uh, terrible uh, taglines they could have had, or uh, or or the last line of JFK. Well, I tried. <laughs> um, something like that. But uh, does anybody have a favorite last line from a movie? Trey, do you have one? The only thing I can think of is the one from Dick's the Musical. What do they say at the end of that? God is a F slur and all love is love. That's the last line of the movie? I think so. <laughs> the, I mean, spoilers. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the big closing number. All love is love? Yeah, but then the other the part. The other part's end. first, but those yeah, are the yeah. last words. Though. All love is love. So yeah. like you could say that's the last line. Yeah, but I really like I'm, I'm comfortable with half of that message. <laughs> 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 Mostly, do you have one? Well, I saw a movie on the plane last night that I was uh, way too late to be seeing, but it was, I think, I, I'm here for my gynecology appointment. Uh, yeah, yeah, a good final a line. A very good final line. Uh, uh, ended with a bang. What's that from? 12 Angry Men? That's right. <laughs> it's, it's not from Dick's the Musical, I'll tell you that. Uh, from Barbie. I saw Barbie for the first time on the plane last night. And that's the last line is I'm here for my gynecologist. And it's a great, a great closing joke, actually. Very good. I, I thought it was a well, a well done dismount. Right. And also just a wonderful starting off point for the sequel. That's right. Barbie 2, she's got a pussy now. <laughs> 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 Wakanda forever. All right, so I really haven't narrowed this down to one yet that I like the best. Uh, Guy, do you have a favorite last line from a movie? I truly can't think of anything. Okay, All that right. astounds me. All right, well, I'll work something up. I think I can. Uh, I, I think I can make this work. Uh, uh, okay. One more time for all of my guests. Guy Branham, Moshe Kasher, Trey Crowder. Thank you to the Improv Lab at the world-famous West Hollywood Improv. Doug over there at the bar and uh, everybody here for uh, helping me to put on this show and for coming out to see it. And uh, <laughs> what's your line again? 
All love is love. All love is love. Okay, I got it. What was the first part of that line? You missed a big part. No, I'm not going to do that part. I'm just going to do the whole. I'm allowed to say it. Can I say it? Yeah, guy can do it. God is a faggot and all love is love. Yes. That's it. That's it. I just want to say all love is love at the gynecologist. Hit it. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess, makes him cocky. There's no room.